Hello and welcome to the 88th NL Feast podcast. I'm your one and only host today, Brandon Gross. Where's the other guy? Where's Sam? Huh? And why the heck haven't you guys been recording the last month? It was spring training. It was World Baseball Classic. Trout versus Otani. Opening day. Where the hell? What the? What? Huh? You guys are my only resource for baseball things. To that I say, get help, okay? There's other ones out there. But yes, I know, we've been gone, and I apologize. On both on, on, on both of us, on both of our behalves, I apologize. Uh, Sam, where is he? Did he leave? Is this Leonard Skinner? Did he go down in a plane crash? Am I, is he, was he Ronnie Van Zant? Am I Johnny Van Zant? No, 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 not quite. Uh, Sam has been sick, though. So that's been uh, the main reason why we haven't recorded the last month. Uh, he's been a, a sickly child. Uh, he's going to be okay. Nothing serious. He's in an iron lung. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I'm visiting him at his bedside. I'm reading stories to him. Sam Shepard's true West. He's he's getting into plays while he's in, while he's comatose. I don't know. No, he's fine. No iron lung. Um, why is he so sick? You know, I, my theory is because I don't get sick often. My theory is I'm in LA, all right? I'm in my car. I work remotely. I don't see people. Sam, he's in the big city. He's taking transit and, you know, he he rides the Q train and he always says to me, um, you know, I like to lick the government-funded lollipops. And I go, what's that? And he says, the government-funded lollipops are the poles on the Q train, the hand, the handrails. And, you know, I think that's why he's been sick the last month. Um, he's going to survive. He's going he's gonna to do okay. Uh, but I'm going to talk baseball solo. Yeah, I can do it. I got, all, I got all jazzed on caffeine. Am I anxious? Am I hyper? Yeah. But, you know, that makes for, for even better baseball content. Today, we're talking, we're talking predictions. Yeah, yeah, for the season. I know. We're about five games into this joint. But we're going to do predictions because we didn't do that. Um, we have some old questions. We have some new questions. I'm going to hit it. Welcome to NL Feast, number 88, people. <sighs> the season, you know, personally as a Mets fan, the season, you know, has not gone the way that a Met, one Mets fan would like. They got a sweep. They got a sweep at the hands of the Brewers. Last season, they weren't swept till like, September. This didn't happen. But you know what? I, I, I prefer this because maybe... In the history of the Mets, you feel like oftentimes, oftentimes the first half of the season, they're rolling. This team's going to make the playoffs, baby. We're looking good. But maybe maybe we, we take a little medicine from the Phillies or the Braves or the Nationals. Yeah, that's right. The other NL East ones who were, who were in, in the, the depths of the NL East the first half, and then they click, it, click on, and, and they start hitting bombs. They trade for Jorge Soler or Eddie Rosario, and baby, it is World Series bound. Sam's Marlins, no offense, good pitching. Who saw that coming? Not me. Not me. I said big offense, no pitching. And they said, you're a fool. Sam said this in his iron lung. Marlins will be fine. The Marlins look a little scarier. Luis Arias? Uh, yeah, that guy's a... We got a, another McNeil... In the division. Another old-fashioned player. You're going to have a lot of old white broadcasters being like, and that's, well, this guy knows how to play the game. Oh, this guy makes contact. We're going to get a lot of that from him. But he's a great player, and he's exciting. And the Marlins have 
a guy that gets on base. Home runs? Eh. Abisail is skinny. Doesn't mean he can hit. Um, Sam, I like uh, Sam not being on here, and I can just absolutely destroy his team with no rebuttal. I'm not getting any Pete Alonzo jokes on here. No rebuttal. I can just destroy Sam and the Marlins. This is my Jeffrey Ross roast of the Marlins right now. I'm the roast king. I don't know what he sounds like. Something like that. You know, if I'm making fun of teams, I can't not make fun of the Phillies a little bit. I feel bad. Reese Hoskins, gone. That's like the heart and soul of the team. You know, as as if I look at it objectively away from being a Mets fan, Reese, like you love Reese if you were a Phillies fan or if, or if he was on your ball club, you'd love that guy. Maybe not defensively, but you love that guy. The passion, the uh, flair for the dramatic. Uh, and with Harper gone too, I don't know. I, the Phillies will turn it around, you know. It's early in the season. You can't overreact. It's not like football. Football, you get two games in and you go, my team's not going anywhere. You know, I'm not, this team's not going anywhere. We don't have a quarterback. Okay. You know, if you're a football fan and yes, I guess you can make the argument for baseball, the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Nationals. Sorry. In our division, not going anywhere, but in football, you go, Hey, we don't have a quarterback. It's a week two. We're own two to two division opponents. I don't know if that happens really. I don't know if you play two divisional opponents the first two weeks of the season. I don't get, I don't know. But if that happened, you go, mm, you go, we're done. Okay. Wrap it up. No, we're not tailgating anymore. It's done. Baseball. You can go, you meet 10 games under 500 in April and make the playoffs. It's not looking good, but you can do it. So, um, you know, not to be negative. Maybe that's how I'm built in my brain. Maybe I'm negative. But the Braves, uh, I didn't focus on the positive in the NLEs. The Braves are crushing it. Max Fried goes down game one. The game one. With a hammy issue. Doesn't matter. They got some they got some young guys. Dodd comes up. Who's that? You know? Who's that? Braves, I think, thirtieth ranked team, uh thirtieth ranked farm system. Who's that? Who's that man? They got Schuster coming up too. Who's that? You know? Braves doesn't matter. Sweep the Cardinals. Embarrass Tyler O'Neill and Ali Marmel. It's not really their not reason. That's not the reason. But Braves do not care. Honestly, in my heart, in my heart of hearts, I'm gonna make this bold prediction. I know it it goes back against what I just said. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the Braves are going to win this division. Yeah. I got full predictions. I know we normally do. We do a bad graphic. I make the graphic. People make fun of me. They go, hey, where'd you go to graphic design school? Huh? Oh, sick graphic design. Listen, we're trying to just have some fun, all right? Calm down. Not everyone needs to be freaking... uh, Who's a famous graphic designer that doesn't exist? I'm sure it does. You know, who's a famous NFT guy? Marcus Stroman. Um, Okay. My predictions... On the 2023 MLB season for the NL East. You know what? Maybe I'll get crazy. Maybe I'll just throw out my predictions for the season. Hmm? By the way, I text Sam. I know he's in an iron lung. Did not respond about his predictions. Did not respond. In the iron lung. Reading Sam Shepard's True West. Braves 
Division winners, 98 and 64. That's my prediction, which is a few games less than last year. But my theory in that is, you know, they're spreading it out a little bit. They're playing a few more teams. They're playing all the teams. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't, th- I think, don't think the 100-plus win is realistic for any team in the NL East this year. I'm going Braves, 98-64, winning the division. Mets, 91-71, and 71, slipping in that wild card. Yeah. They're not going to win 100. I already see. They're, you know, pitching rotation is thin right now. They're not going to win 100 games this year. That's a hard feat to do. They were healthy as uh, an ox, as a mule, as an ox. They were healthy as an ox, and that doesn't sound right. Healthy as an ox. Uh, 91 and 71. Was that four games behind the Braves? Something like that. Um, Phillies, 88 and 74. Listen, Harper's gone. Like I said, Hoskins gone all year. Nola Wheeler have not looked good so far. Phillies will bounce back. They'll be fine. Their bullpen's improved. Wheeler and Nola will bounce back. Um, they're going to start hitting some bombs. The weather gets a little warmer. Not worried about the Phillies at all. Uh, they will. I think they'll slide into the wild card spot. This is my hardest one, though, was the Marlins. And Sam's not here to defend himself. I'm going to roast them, but I'm not going to. I say Marlins 80 and 82. That's not 500. It's not good. But Lazardo and Alcantara, Alcantara, no one knows how to say it. We have not. We went a full offseason, didn't look it up. Uh, absolute masters of their craft. If not the two best pitchers in the National League. Yeah, that's possible. Think about it. Even the analyst, if you, t- if you take the... Who are the top two pitchers in the analyst? Ignore pedigree of, of uh, Verlander and Scherzer and even Wheeler and Nola. Top five pitchers... Alcantara, I guess Lazard is more of an upside, so maybe he slots in a five. But the Marlins have two. Of the five. They're good. And they have Yuri Perez. I'm saying the Marlins, if they could figure out any way to score, they need one guy. Truly, they need one guy to have a normal a normal offensive output that would help them. I think Garrett Cooper will. I think uh, the aforementioned Luis Arias will. 80 and 82, though. I just, I don't think it's there quite yet. Maybe they'll make, maybe they'll be the team that's like 10 games back going into the trade deadline, makes a trade, ignites the offense. Possible. They're going to hang around there. They're going to hang around a little longer. I think this is a, a stepping stone. Maybe next year, next year they're, they're, they're full throttle on the gas. National 60, 60 and 102. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't even sound right. The words don't sound right to me. 60 and 102. I mean, what do you expect? It doesn't even matter if I said 64. Who cares? 60 and 102, 58 and 104. Can I do that math on top of my head? Ooh, that sounds worse. You know, you got to look for the Mackenzie Gores of the world, the Abrams. Uh, see how they how they blossom. Josiah Gray, Ruiz. It's all about the young bucks there. And maybe you know they'll 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 have Joey Manessis. He's not a young buck. He's he's a he's a mid middle aged buck, but he came out of nowhere. Was a rookie last year. Uh, I think there'll be some fun. There'll be some fun times in the summer. Go to a game, get a hot dog, take a dump. No, go to the game, get a hot dog, watch watch the weird president race. It'll be fine. August, you know, it's going to start getting not fine. But there'll be some moments. So keep your shit up, Nationals fans. Uh, this is You're the NFL team I was talking about. You have no quarterback in this analogy here. Those are my predictions, and I'm going to go a step further. World Series predictions. I like the San Diego Padres. I do. Maybe the pitching's a little thin. Musgrove's going to come back. 
whole greasy year is going to come back. Maybe we'll pick someone up. But Tatis is coming back. That he can't beat that lineup. That lineup's pretty elite. Like they like n- that lineup next to I think any lineup in the National League, including Braves. Braves still have the Ozuna Eddie Rosario committee down there. That li- that lineup's good. It's tasty. It's a tasty lineup. And I'm going to say this: they were the first one to get the logo on the sleeve. I think they were the first one to announce it. it was Motorola, and everyone goes, "That's disgusting." Yeah, have you seen the other ones? Because the Marlins have a giant security system on their sleeve. And then today, this recording, April 6th, the Mets have a red and white colored New York Presbyterian logo on their sleeve. That's massive. We'll see how it is tomorrow at the Mets' home opening day. My God. You know, give me... If you told me, hey, the Mets are going to have the words Presbyterian on their sleeve... Uh, I I wouldn't be happy, okay? But it's a hospital, so that's nice. And they're giving away Mets onesies. Nothing against the Presbyterians, by the way. They're giving away Mets Mets onesies. Uh, it's fine. It's all fine. But I need all the teams to do the logo, okay? Make it normal. Normalize it, please. But the Motorola one, Padres, the best one. I'm going to say Padres. Padres. I'm going to get crazy here. I'm going to say this is going to be a seven-game series against the Cleveland Guardians. Huh? How about that? That's that's a, a TV network's freaking nightmare. Cleveland Guardians, San Diego Padres World Series, seven games, Padres win. How about that? Hey, like them apples. I'm going to say something different next week, probably. Um, you know, we missed some questions. That's right. It's our Feast Fan questions. There's no theme song. We missed some questions. Um, over over Sam's illness while well, he's been in the iron lung. I can't, you know. Uh, okay, so some of the questions, these are old ones, and we've got some new ones too, free people. We got a question, an old question. Uh, Max Castillo at Big Time Macca said, what three pitches are you throwing to strike out your co-host in the bottom of the ninth? Well, Sam's not here to answer that. So, I mean, is Sam comatose or is he... Or is he act? I'm gonna say he. I'm gonna say he. He's mobile and he's healthy. Um, okay, so Sam, active, mobile, healthy, up to bat. I'm throwing him heat at the letters. He's swinging and missing. Heat at the letters. I'm throwing him uh, a slider in the dirt. He's swinging and missing. And then he's gonna. Uh, he's gonna. He's gonna know that I'm sending. Um, throwing something slow. You know, it's 0-2 count. I don't need to get fancy. I don't need to challenge him at this point. So I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna go against that though. I'm gonna throw another heater at the letters. And he's sitting there though. It's a little, you know, it's at the high end of the strike zone. He's sitting there. Backwards K, baby. Backwards K. He's gone. Um if he's, you know, if he's um indisposed. Is that what is that what that is? Indisposed. I always think that means they're in the bathroom. If he was in if he's indisposed, um, I'm not pitching to him because he he's laying horizontally and I need a batter to be vertical. Um, we got an old question from Eric Stenholm at Eric Stenholm. On the whole, do you guys enjoy spring training as fans? Old question, see? Lately, it seems like only bad things can happen in March. Tell me about a brother. Edwin Diaz, feels like you'd almost rather have no preseason at all given how many guys go down before a meaningful game. Um, you know, I like... I like the Brandon Nimmo... 
not to be a Mets homer, the Brandon Nimmo mode of spring training where he was like, I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to have like eight at bats towards the latter end of spring training. I don't want to burn. I don't want to use, use up all my bullets, you know? Um, So I like spring training. It's fun. Some good memories going down there in Florida. That's when you get all the autographs. It's chill. There's a lot of hope, you know, wow. Sanga look good. You know, there's a lot of hope there. It's like, I think we could have something this year. And it, and it also, it goes back to my Owen two football team analogy because a team like the Nationals, you go there and you go, "Wow, look at these prospects!" You can see James James Wood or uh, the actor uh, <laughs> James Wood, the actor, and Robert Hassel. Um, you know, you can see these players and go, "Wow, there's some hope. These guys look good." You can see these things on spring in spring training. So um, I like spring training. I'm a fan of it. Is it too long? Maybe. But maybe the players can also dictate that schedule like Brandon Nimmo. Um, this one was just especially wonky, though. We haven't had a normal one, a true normal one, in four years without World Baseball Classic. Next year will be the normal one. A full, uninterrupted, no World Baseball Classic, no strike, no COVID. Well, maybe. That's that's the one. Out of the three of those things, that one's the most likely is that there's more COVID. Uh, not to scare anyone or be negative. Um J Dog at Flying J multiple times said, "Would you rather dunk or hit a home run?" Parentheses, you get the ability to do it one time. It's a baseball podcast tool. Home run, dunk, uh, dunk doesn't do it because I because like you can like I know I can't do that now, but it's like I can almost do that. Like if I lower the if I lower the net, maybe I could do it once. You know, impossible right now. Can't hit a home run. The hell, that's like more superhuman. Then the dunk. Home run all day. Um, Mundungus. That's what... We, yeah, that's right. The guy's name is Mundungus. That's, this is what we get here. Mundungus. Mundungus at DC Dupree 22. I don't know this person. Mundungus. So that's what Sam has right now. He has Mundungus. Um... There's a picture of a loaf of bread, and they point to the last piece of bread. And says, "What do you call the end piece of bread? It's the butt of the bread. It's the ass, the butt of the bread, and it's tasty as hell. I don't care what you say. You don't skip it. You don't make. Here's the thing. You don't make two butts of bread a sandwich. But if I'm low on the bread, I will make a sandwich with the butt of the bread. I do not care. Especially tasty. Toast it. Put butter on it. Good. So for those end haters, I don't like it. If it's a nice, if it's a nice, uh." If it's a nice big loaf, you know, if it's like a hollow bread, it's a little crisp at the end, a little crisp, which is still the butt, that's extra tasty. You just eat that as soon as you open the package. Done. <sighs> bread question on Passover. Mundungus. Um, okay. Uh, okay, new questions. Andy Harris at K26DP. Which NL East team has the best 30th ranked farm system? Oh, this is a trick question. It's the Braves. I already talked about this. Who's Dodd? Who's Schuster? Why the, what is this? What is this? What are they doing there? Rays, we know what they're doing, but they have like a top five farm system. Braves, what are they doing there? Who are these guys? What is a Spencer Strider? What is a Dodd? A Schuster? Who are these people? Enough. If you're not a Braves fan, enough. Why is why why is Arias their shortstop? Oh, I forgot about him. Are you kidding me? You replaced Danzy Swanson with that guy? 
he's not respect all respect good ball player but how why what's going on god bless god bless the braves they're doing good things down there in atlanta they're gonna actually absolutely truck the nl east this year um Justin at Justin Anazone says, how many references in baseball to baseball in Billy Joel songs can Brandon recall off the top of his head? I only got two here. Zanzibar by Billy Joel plays it live a lot. Um, alter, I feel like it's like a, it's an unsung track, but it's like a fan favorite. It's like a cult one. I'm not a huge Billy Joel head. I've seen him a few times. I love Billy Joel. He's great, but I don't like know, like I'm not good with like B sides or anything like that. Zanzibar, he mentions Pete Rose and the Yankees in it. Done. We didn't start the fire. Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Um, Joe DiMaggio and California Baseball. I think that's it. I think he has two in there, two in Zanzibar. There's probably some alternate ones. You know, Allentown? He mentions Dick Allen. No, he doesn't. Um... Vienna, there's not a baseball player from Vienna. I got nothing there. Edgar Renteria. What if you mentioned Edgar Renteria in We Didn't Start the Fire? Like he does like he does a new version of it, a modern version. Hey, new track for Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire 2. But it's all about the 1997 Marlins. Sam would wake up from his, uh, his coma, I think. He did that. Those are all of our questions. That's all we got. How about that? I'm going to keep it short and sweet today. It's just me, you know. I can only talk to myself so often. Yeah, I'm an only child. Maybe I was born this way. Lady Gaga. But this is it. What if we what if we just got so many comments like this is the best podcast? Who's wait, you used to have a co-host? What? And I was like, yeah. He's he just reads Sam Shepard plays now and he's comatose. That's it. That's all he does now. I wonder if Sam's going to listen to this. I mean, once he awakes from from his his slumber. He's going to be mad. Or he's going to be like you you're the John, you're the Johnny Van Zant, I'm the Ronnie Van Zant from Leonard Skinner. What does he say at the end? Oh yeah, he says um Hey everybody, you got uh you gotta give us five stars. Give us five stars. Drop us an email, even though we don't know the password. Where can you follow us? You can follow me at Brando Grosso. That's me. You can follow me at NLF Sam. Ah, I, I just made a pork shoulder. That's my Sam impression. I made a pork shoulder tonight. Um. Hey, thanks for listening to my solo podcast. It's just me. We're going to be back in action. We're going to do some stuff. We're going to get a little weirder, as you can tell from today. We're going to lean into the absurd this year. Let's do weird baseball shit. Uh, thank you, everyone, who sent in questions. Uh, big shout out to uh, all, all those celebrating Passover, Easter, don't eat the bread, eat the candy, do your thing. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>